In other news, George Newman, CEO of New York's Fifth Bank, was attacked in front of his Columbus Circle offices. The attacker was identified as a vagrant from Canada named Stephen Smith. He was shot by police during a scuffle. Smith died on the scene. We're getting word that the deceased used to be an employee at a Canadian factory owned by Newman's firm. The latest from the hospital is that Newman is in stable condition. Coming up next on New York News Now, we will have a check on weather.
So your father's death. Yeah. It was a tragedy. Yes. Where were you when you found out? Um, I was with my mom at my parents' house. Your poor mom. She's devastated. And she still is. And she just wanted him to come home. News spread rather quickly. Yeah, it's everywhere. <laughs> you know, in Martinsville, people gathered at Norm's Bar. All of the TVs were, you know, tuned into the CBC. They did a, they did a good job telling Dad's story. The story, but this was headline news everywhere. Yeah, and, and unlike most stories, this didn't die off. This, I mean, this kept getting bigger and bigger. No, because his dad's anger had, uh, had struck a chord. Across the entire country, not just in Martinsville. Oh, no, I mean, because everybody can relate to dad's anger. I mean, hundreds of thousands of people have lost factory jobs across Canada in the recent years, you know? What happened in Martinsville has been happening across this country. But his decision to go to New York... That was stupid, yes. Okay. It was stupid. But it was brave. You know, and, and, and people saw him as a hero. Well, there's one thing Canadians love, it's the underdog. The little guy. They sure do. What happened after his death? Um, his funeral was in Martinsville. Uh, and there was a huge memorial in the town square. And memorials all across the country. Yes, dozens and dozens of memorials. Then came the protests yeah. everywhere. I mean, the Labor Day marches that year. You know, they estimated that there was a half a million people, you know, marching across Canada in memory of Stephen. You know, in memory of Canadian factory towns. And how did this impact you? As his son? I mean, I was proud of the impact he's having. What about as an MP? As an MP, I decided I had to do something. Like what? Well, I wanted to ensure that Jimmy's belief, you know, that businesses, you know, making a profit, supporting employees, and building communities, these are not mutually exclusive ideas. I mean, I understand, yes, sometimes a factory has to close. But there, there's far too many communities that are you know, vulnerable to such closures. So I proposed legislation that would allow the federal government to step in and help to ensure that these communities survive such closures. And what did Ottawa think? I talked to the PM, and, and he was very supportive. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he was fully supportive. And so I tabled a bill in the House of Commons. Order, order, order. The, the Right Honourable Jack Smith, member from Chatham-Kent. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Today, I am tabling a bill that will allow the federal government to help out the small towns across Canada. This bill will allow the government to acquire factories from companies who have let them lay dormant for over a year. 
The objective is to ensure that our communities remain healthy even if companies choose to leave. This bill is in honor of my father, the late Stephen Smith, and Jimmy King, founder of King Motors. Jimmy and my father both believed that companies are vital to our communities. This bill will ensure that even if companies need to shut factories, Canadian towns will continue to thrive. The leader of the opposition, Jason Dell. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. What the honorable member is tabling is nothing short of communism. I'm afraid my colleague, the former prime minister, is in no position to lecture. Over the last decade, while he was in power, over 400,000 factory jobs were lost. He could have stepped in to help. Canada is a free market. I didn't have a choice. You had a choice. You could have stepped in and helped, but you chose not to. But what you did, sir, was you failed to protect the Canadian people, and that is a failure in leadership. You aren't recommending going against capitalist principles, are you? Just watch me. That was three months ago when you passed that bill into law. Yeah, and the day after it passed, the prime minister authorized the government to uh, acquire the abandoned King Motorcycle Factory. Nice. What mm. did the New York bankers do? <laughs> well, they sued, of course, but I'm very confident the law will stand. Here I am, back home again, and the house looks like it always did. I miss you, old man, but your legend lives on. I stand looking at the front door, looking for you. I stand looking at the front door, looking for you. The screen, distant chimneys, the smoke rises no more. I can still smell the stale cigarettes in the air. You head out the front door as the sun fades away. As the sun fades away Your old boots Still stand Waiting For you You can't Start again But I can restart From Courage doesn't always win, but cowards never do. Courage doesn't always win, but 
cowards never do What's happening now in Martinsville? Uh, well, Jimmy, you know, he wasn't the only socially conscious businessman, you know, we have. So many others share our vision, and we uh, were able to raise enough funding to develop a new motorcycle that will be produced in Martinsville. Does it have a name? The Spirit of the North. Love it. <laughs> Town's back in business. We're on our way. You know, it'll take a while, but uh, as of this week, we're up to two shifts, and we hope to have a third one going by next summer. That's impressive. Mm. Jimmy would be proud. I think so. And your dad? I think he'd be proud, too.
thousand more Two dreams started this war Yeah, I'm from a tiny town near nowhere But it, it will rise again I'd like to thank Jack Smith, of course, the MP for Chatham-Kent, for sharing the remarkable story of Martinsville. I'm your host, John David, and you're listening to CHIY in Chatham, 99.3 on the FM dial.
Thank you for listening to This Is Deadsville, E1's first musical podcast. This Is Deadsville is produced and created by Jeffrey Case. The music is produced by Joel Simpson and Jennifer Ashley of Randomosity Records and script development by Sandy Marshall. Performance by Ron Tite, Ralph McLeod, Paul Barnes, and Penelope Corrin. Thanks for listening.